This is the Tallahassee Business Podcast, bringing you engaging conversations with influential members of the community that you need to know. This episode is brought to you by The Health Network. The Health Network is an innovative advertising platform with more than 30 digital monitors and almost a dozen different medical waiting rooms throughout Tallahassee. With a diverse mix of medical practices, The Health Network provides advertisers unmatched visibility to a highly engaged audience while directly connecting with target consumers through static and video ads. To learn how your business can effectively reach over 60,000 patients and guests per month, visit THNAdvertising.com. Well, hello, everybody. This is Sue Dick with the Greater Tallahassee Chamber of Commerce. Excited to have Alan Cassie with us today, CEO of Capital Regional Medical Center. Alan, thanks for joining us. No, thank you, Sue, for the opportunity. Absolutely. Well, Alan, you're a member of our board of directors, so thank you for that. Um, your team members are highly involved in a lot of our programs, and you've just been a great supporter of our efforts. So maybe for those who um, haven't had a chance to either know you in your current uh, arrival back to Tallahassee in March of 2018 or when you were here before, maybe let everybody know a little bit about you and, and your role and what brought you back to Tallahassee. Well, thanks, Sue, for the opportunity. Yeah, I've originally born in North Carolina, but a nomad across the United States. Did come to Tallahassee in 2013 as a COO of Capital Regional Medical Center. I uh, went to Las Vegas for three years, gambled away all my money, and uh, made the 2,000-mile journey back. Uh, but we really love Tallahassee, my two girls and my wife, and uh, we, we really believe it's, it's home for us in a lot of ways. And so in aggregate, my youngest has lived here more than anywhere else in her life. And so they know the trees, they know the schools, they know the parks, and we love Tallahassee. Well, we love that, and we think uh, that's one thing is at the Chamber we have the opportunity to see a lot of CEOs move in the community. We love when they come back, mm-hmm. and, and it's always, we all say the same thing. We love this community. It's why we live here. You've been busy, and we're going we're gonna to talk about an exciting announcement that just recently came out in partnership with FAMU, but the hospital's been very busy. Uh, you've been expanding. Um, maybe uh, let our listeners know if they haven't already, some of the uh, other facilities that are out there, what some of your plans will continue to be for our region. Yeah, no, we're very excited to invest in the community here at the hospital. We have about $70 million of capital at flight uh, right now, and there are almost 200 new jobs that we anticipate coming in 2022. Uh, so a lot of exciting projects. One of the biggest ones is a 20-bed inpatient rehab. Uh, a lot of folks need a little more time to heal and recover before they go home. This facility will do that. So actively building the the construction project right now and hoping to open a lot of these things in first quarter of 2022. Well, you have been very involved and very approachable. Um, I'm going to go ahead and just talk about COVID and variants. Mm-hmm. That's, we're still living in that. But, but you, along with all of the healthcare providers, have done such a great job. Maybe the real-time update as to where we are as we're wrapping up and going into the holiday season. Yeah, it's been an exceptional 18 to 20 months, and I just couldn't be more proud of all the healthcare professionals in our community, the first responders and the heroes. Uh, we've had almost three to four waves now. I say four because we weren't certain really early on what was happening. But we've gotten a lot more sophisticated and better as the time has gone on, unfortunately. Uh, thankfully, at the moment, we're down from our peak. We only have four patients in the house right now. Uh, we're hoping to keep it like that. Uh, vaccinations do support that effort, and so we appreciate everybody's efforts and just keeping our community safe. Well, I think that's important. And, and you all, I mean, we've seen it firsthand, so thank you. Mm-hmm. And, and a shout out to all of our healthcare providers. So, with all of that going on, you and uh, HCA Healthcare have continued to create these partnerships. Very exciting. 
uh, last last week, I think it was, um, in partnership with FAMU and the School of Allied Health Sciences, a great announcement was made. But HCA has been supportive of HBCUs uh, over the last several years in millions of dollars. Maybe talk about that and why so important and how we've seen that land here in Tallahassee. Yeah, so HCA Healthcare and now really uniting under one brand of the state of Florida is HCA Florida. Uh, we're excited to be partnering with 47 other hospitals and 80,000 healthcare workers across the state to give back to HBCUs across the country. Uh, $10 million has been allocated to HBCUs. We're very, very fortunate to have FAMU here in our great community. It produces high quality talent in multiple allied health professions, as well as in healthcare administration. FAMU is the only healthcare administration program here in our community. I'm a product of a healthcare administration degree. I got my master's in this great profession. I was called a calling because you're, you're giving your life uh, you know, on the front lines. And so we're very fortunate to be able to partner with FAMU with a $1.5 million uh, grant to the university to help name and support in, in particular their, their um, um, skills lab and kind of a, it's a multidisciplinary lab with real life simulation uh, with respiratory therapists, occupational therapists, health administrators, health information professionals all working together to care for that patient and learn. So we're proud to give back uh, in that way. Well, I think the announcement um, last week, I know you all were on campus with President Robinson to do that announcement. And as a chamber, one of our three priority areas is within this talent workforce space. And we actually have a group not only in healthcare, but in information technology. I'm curious what, what you're seeing, uh, not only on campus, but maybe when you're trying to bring on new team members uh, for those individuals looking um, at where they might want to spend their career. I just It's always great to kind of get that reflection. Maybe you can share with us what you kind of saw last week on campus and what you continue to see. Yeah, no, I think healthcare is still in a very, very exciting, dynamic industry with a lot of growth. Uh, it's an industry that you will never have to leave and we are essential. And so it's a great one and a career to jump into. Uh, what I'm seeing with young folks now, I think, is looking for an employer that allows them to grow and develop, uh, that may be a little bit geographically more flexible than some employers are. That's one nice thing about HCA Healthcare is we have 180 plus hospitals in 22 states. And when you begin your career, maybe as a nurse here in Tallahassee, and say so your spouse has a job in Tampa, uh, you can maintain your tenure, your 401k, all those benefits with you and still expand your career over time. I've had the privilege of being with HC Healthcare for almost 14 years and done that very thing across three states. So I think we do offer that as a company and that's what some young folks are looking for today. Well, I think that's so timely. I mean, everything, I mean, this morning was already on a couple calls that talked about talent and company and trends and what employers are needing to do. And I, I was gonna just ask, you know, in your career span, the difference from when you started to now as a CEO maybe some of the things that you're having to take into consideration that um, maybe people would be surprised at or that you've learned from that listeners can maybe reflect back and say, that's an interesting perspective. I can translate that into my industry. Just as a CEO, anything that you might have learned from or your team has in that space? I think it's probably a, uh, everyone has thought it a hundred times, but it's just become more crystal clear that talent and the, the people we work with every day really are the most important aspect of any business. Investing in them, hiring the right folks, giving them an opportunity to do, grow and develop. 
was important 14 years ago, but it's a thousand times percent more important today. I think with new employers entering the market, which are great like Amazon, it's gonna raise the bar for everybody and all of the employers in town have to invest in their talent to retain them uh, and to continue to attract uh, folks that wanna work for the organization. So just talent development, investing in the, their leadership development and investing in their core talents is really uh, just crystallized into the most important aspect of being a CEO uh, today. Well, and I think, um, you know, I think we all see that. And as I said, I mean, we hear that. Uh, and, and I love watching and listening to other CEOs sharing that information. Mm-hmm. We, we see that at some of the programming that we actually do with the chamber. We also enjoy when CEOs come back and we always say, let's hopefully they stay. What do you see as far as the opportunities? You're, you're very involved in the community. We serve on the United Way board mm-hmm. together. Um, and I know you're very much involved. In, in selling our community or our region, what are you seeing as a CEO as far as our competitive advantages and what we can do to continue to promote and market our community? I, I recruit a lot of physicians, and I try to attract them to our great town, just like I've been attracted to Tallahassee and our big, big Bend region. I think a couple of selling points is that we are a great, big, small town with just enough of everything to remain diverse, active, engaged, but without the traffic. Uh, I recruit a lot of physicians from Atlanta, uh, Tampa, other areas, Orlando, all wonderful locations, but they have traffic. And so that's, that's kind of point number one. Point number two is we have a great community for families. I think anybody wants to raise a family, have a great lifestyle where you can get home at night, uh, where you can still have some diversity and great activities in the community, and uh, your kids get a great education. Those are the two kind of main attractive points. Personally for me, I mountain bike and I love trails. We're an exceptional trail community uh, where you can get out in the, you know, nature and be out in, I won't call them mountains, I'll call them small hills, uh, but we enjoy that, that outdoor lifestyle. Those three points, I really think, help attract folks to our town. I would agree with that. I, you know, and I, and I know we're all in this holiday spirit trying to wrap up 2021. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's been coming fast and furious, and 2022 will be here. Uh, maybe on two fronts here. Um, What's on the horizon for Capital Regional uh, as we look into 2022? And then for you um, as a professional, what, because I know you're very ambitious and always have a plan, just understanding what your year ahead looks like. Yeah, 2022, I think, is going to be really a pivotal year for the hospital at Capital Regional Medical Center. Uh, we were founded in 1979 and now have had almost 43 years of service. In 2003, we built a replacement hospital, which was a, a, a large major capital investment. 2022 is going to be a year like 2003, where we have major capital projects coming online that'll add to the depth of services in the community, whether it's for our smallest patients in the neonatal ICU, our adult patients, our rehab, and other specialty programs. I think that'll really be a pivotal year for us at the hospital. Me personally, I'm looking forward to having a full leadership team. Uh, I've recruited a new CNO, a new assistant chief nurse, uh, new uh, young uh, healthcare administrators from Charleston stole them away and really have for the first time since I've been here a full leadership team. So developing them, leading with them, building a culture with them is what I'm excited about in 2022. Well, that's exciting. You know, you said 2003, our firstborn, our daughter was actually born at, oh, great. at, the, at the hospital. I remember it. It was great. It was uh, very convenient and um, it, it, was, it was a great experience, a memorable, yeah. and it, it was a great experience. Um, 
you know, Alan, you all are committed to, to being a part of the community. You actually have an advisory board, which is, reflects on your willingness to hear from the community. Maybe talk about that, their role, and, and why that's so important for you. Yeah, personally, when I got back to Tallahassee in 2018, I looked at the complexion of our board and intentionally uh, added new roles and new members that reflect our community. Uh, Sharon James is one example. She's a member of the chamber and really an advocate in our community in so many ways. And she advocates for the community at every board meeting on behalf of uh, her region. So just thankful for our board of trustees uh, and all that they do to represent the community and ensure the hospitals align with the needs. Well, and not only inward, but outwardly, you have team members that are involved. I know we've, we've dropped some great names. Uh, you also have a team member that's involved in our ambassador program and will be recognized January 12th at the Chamber's annual breakfast meeting. But maybe if you want to uh, give a little shout out to Latanya and talk about her real quick. And we, we really appreciate you allowing her, providing her um, the entry point, and she's really taking it on her own to get involved. Yeah, Latanya McLeod has served at Calvary Regional for many years. I've known her for over eight years. And tying it all together back to FAMU, she's a proud uh, rattler, and we're proud to have her on our team. And she serves our patients as an advocate every day. But she also serves our community through the chamber as an advocate for new businesses, as, a, as an ambassador. So really proud of just Latanya's representation from FAMU, the hospital, and the chamber, and coming out to new events and ribbon cuttings. And couldn't be more thrilled for Latanya McLeod and this award for her. Well, as I said, we will recognize her at our breakfast meeting, so we hope all of our listeners have it on their calendar. It's at 8 a.m. on January 12th, where we'll do the official passing of the gavel from Jay Smith to Sammy Dixon as our chairman and recognize our board members like Alan. And we also are having a speaker come in um, from Amazon. We appreciate the help from Christina Paredes with the Office of Economic Vitality to bring in that representative to talk about uh, the exciting um, announcement that we've all been watching. And we'll also be recognizing our past chairman's award, uh, which will be Bill Moore with Capital City Trust Company. So it's a, it's a great breakfast. We're excited to be back in person. We had to do it hybrid last year. But it's a great way to launch the year and um, do a lot of networking, do a lot of business and, and hearing about the chamber. So hopefully our listeners can register and come come out to that event. So, Alan, thanks for everything you do. Any closing remarks or any um, comments for our listeners? No, thank you, Sue, for the opportunity. Just, again, want to thank the entire healthcare community for the service for the past 20-plus months with COVID and what you do every single day. And uh, We're proud to be a business here in Tallahassee and serve the chamber in our community. Thank you, Alan.